0: Yeah, talking about Eufy.com. The Eufy video lock is unbelievable. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at Best Buy stores starting on May 20th. What is it? It's a smart lock, 2K cam and doorbell 3-in-1 triple security so you can have everything you need in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys like my wife. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips head screwdriver, no drilling required. It's got a keyless entry. No more fumbling for the keys. When hands are full, never worry about kids losing keys or passing among the renters of your house. You got a rental property out there. This is a must have. I love this product. Uh, Just got it a couple weeks ago. Huge fan. Have the ring camera. It's okay. It's not as great as this, so I swapped it out. Uh, go to Eufy Video Lock today on YouTube. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash videolock to see how you can gain complete control of your front door. Welcome to Drinking Bros. Presented by GhostBed.com Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink! Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros. Kids! Uh, Got a real special Monday show for you. Today, as you can see here to my left, Steve-O's here today. Let's round of applause for Stevo. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there we man. go. Yeah, dude. Welcome to the show, friends. Uh, let's start off with your movie. You got a movie coming out tomorrow night, Steve-O's Bucket List. We were able to get a screener of it last night. Uh, full disclosure, wife said you were absolutely disgusting. She checked out at the live vasectomy. She could no longer do it anymore.
1: That's that's impressive that she made it that
2: far.
3: Well, you know what the weird part of that is, is that... During the live vasectomy, he was eating a bowl of clam
0: chowder. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. Let's 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 get in details about that. He had four to five people pass out during the recording mm. of this show. Correct. Like, and in, it's the in the audience. The and
0: it's in the movie. And he's
2: talking about, hey, yeah, uh, you know, you know, you can pass out, but you're still a pussy. All right. Mm. I was eating hot clam chowder and watched the whole thing and got more. Why well, you've were you've been you to
0: in? war. <laughs> you've been to war. That doesn't count. Like, yeah, you've but seen you, disgusting know, you don't
3: here's what you, you like I don't know what you think war is, but it's not a lot of V sex. <laughs>
0: it's V-Sex with a bomb. I'm sure somebody's dick got blown off, and you were like, oh, look at that. There's well, I, there's the other half of it. I did watch dick. a
3: retarded woman with a baby get exploded, and her head fucking flew up in the air like this, end over end, which was pretty dope.
0: How'd you know she was retarded?
3: <laughs> the way she was walking, I guess? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Some might say you're retarded for doing all this shit, man. I mean, dude, I've been watching you for 25 years now, the better part of. Um, I mean, I'll go old school with you before we get to this. Um, first... Uh, encounter in LA with my agent and everything else, kind of looking for things to write in TV shows. And he goes, Look, man, if you're looking to go way off the fucking grid here comedically, I got this, this tape. And at that point, it was a VCR tape. Nice. Of Jackass. Now, you guys hadn't aired on MTV. And I don't know if you saw it or they actually put the scenes together because you guys weren't all together at that point. But do you remember the actual real pilot that was shopped to the networks?
1: I do. And um, if I even had any footage on it, it would have been footage that was recycled from the Big Brother skateboarding videos. But yeah, it was very clear that the way that Jackass was initially pitched was um, a, a VHS tape cobbled together. And, and apparently the same thing had happened for South Park, that they made like a, a crappy VHS tape and it got passed around to drum up interest. But yeah, it was low rent, low quality, like highly degraded VHS video
0: footage. But but that's what we all loved about it. So behind the scenes, I'm not sure if you know this, um, most of the agencies, they would re kind of reprint these tapes over and over and over yeah. again. It broke at ICM just because everybody was trying to keep making copies of this. When I finally got to see it, now I've been dying to ask you this for for years now at this point. There is a scene where Johnny Knoxville puts on a bulletproof vest, yeah. takes a handgun <laughs> and shoots himself in the chest in the forest. Now that never aired, obviously. <laughs> right. That's he because he died. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it? <laughs> like there are a lot Who of stuff Who was telling you guys... him what
4: that vest
2: was rated for? Yeah, bro.
3: seriously, because It was
2: Kevlar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Kevlar, dude. Yeah, but you're one. You're one N.I.J. cert, left or right. You're fucked. You don't know what gun you're shooting. You're dead. Yeah, it was a
1: 38 caliber Smith Wesson <laughs> <laughs> and Wesson handgun, and. I think it was used. I think it was used like uh he bought it for like five hundred bucks. Oh god, like, he bought like, so not only was the
3: album, but he also had some gun with bodies on it already.
1: Yeah. Um I forget if he said he like he put like a maybe a phone book under it too. I'm I'm not I'm not sure.
3: That would be safe.
1: But uh
3: yeah, 30 of you won't go through no, a phone You know what? I don't,
1: I, I don't know that he did. I don't know <laughs> that he did. But because I mean, I've seen the footage so many times. Um, on on my, my Bucket List tour, um, because it's a multimedia show, like every venue I ever did the show in had a huge screen. Mm. So as doors would open for the show and people start filing in, it made sense with the big screen right there, like be showing them footage. So I made like the most uh, just – filthy and and fucked up uh like infomercial for for it to play as a pre-show <laughs> and i and starting off the pre-show uh was a video called what jackass could not show because i didn't give a fuck I, like i'm on tour like yeah. i'd show whatever <laughs> i want so i showed all the footage that that was filmed but could not be aired and the Smith and Wesson handgun with the bulletproof vest was, was absolutely in it. <laughs> and what um, in in the footage, Knoxville, like the way that he pictured the idea was to have somebody else shoot him. And and the first thing you see when they're in this, like, it wasn't like the it was like in the, like kind of a weird canyon in California or something. And uh, the first thing you hear is, "Man, I wish somebody would shoot me." You know, But nobody was willing to be the one who fucking shot yeah, him. Because you know? Yeah, because it's murder.
3: Right. Well, it depends. Alec Baldwin got away with it so far. <laughs> well, for
1: now. Yeah,
3: for no,
2: now.
1: N- nobody was willing to, to be the one who shot him. But Knoxville thought that it was more dangerous because it was at a closer range. The fact that he had the gun backwards in his hand and shot himself. Like, he held the gun backwards in his two hands. And what was so... Fucking crazy about it. What made the footage so suspenseful was that just like Russian roulette, he'd put in put in one bullet in the chamber and it was a revolver. So you've got like, like the he's it's like click, you know, and this there's all these clicks, and each time his buddies who are with him and filming it, they're like, PJ, let's fucking go. Like forget it. They're like, dude. Like, I'm a, there's just, it's such palpable, high stress. And then when the gun finally does go off, it literally, his hands, his two hands can't hold it. Like, the kickback of the gun sends the gun flying, like, fucking 12 feet. And I surmise that that actually made it safer because... By letting the gun kick back, it maybe took a lot of juice off the bullet as opposed to like really like holding it. And let me, you let guys me, probably know. Better let me hit
3: than you I with do. some physics. <laughs> so that did not happen for sure. <laughs> what happened was the uh, the muzzle angled up farther. Yeah. That's, that's what, what really I was happened. Scared of. So, goddamn it. So it could have blown off his head up instead. Up, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's a 38.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and they're, dude, like the, the pop. Powder burns mm-hmm. through the t-shirt. Oh, yeah. You could see him oh, yeah. like uh, it, it was. It was just plain rad. <laughs> uh, the, and he, th- this he, is
3: before you guys <laughs> ever really even got started.
1: Well, I mean, it it, it was in the Big Brother video. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was mm-hmm. part of the his self defense equipment. Uh, review <laughs> like so. He he, he reviewed self defense equipment, starting with uh, red pepper spray, then a stun gun, then a taser yep. gun, and then he did the. And, and all of the previous tests made it on MTV.
0: Those, yeah, so those all made it to air. Yeah, because none of those are crimes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, the, the other one that I'm going to bring up that didn't make it to air, which was also probably a crime, and I wanted to ask you about it. He says,
1: he says, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and I'm going to get hit by a car real soon.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he is,
1: and he's, he's He's literally just standing in the middle of the fucking road when he says that, and sure enough, a car just comes like... You know, not like super fast, but like not fucking slow. Thirty eight
2: hundred pounds of steel, nuts. and yeah. it didn't. It didn't yeah. slow
1: down whatsoever. And like he fucking goes, like breaks the windshield, and the car just never slows down. Like he he blasts the windshield, rolls over onto the roof, and he's just out of frame,
0: Jesus gone. Christ. And so I, you don't know. And again, <clears> your show hadn't aired, so you don't know if any of these people are alive. None of you guys are famous yet. I want to go to the Home Depot one. Um, I don't think you guys could air that on.
1: Yeah, that that was the only lawsuit that we ever had. <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't. Um, it wasn't a Home Depot. It was just like uh, a random hardware store. The bit was that uh, Knoxville, like covered in mud, wearing a, a prison uniform. Yeah, an orange count, like orange mm. uh, Jump jumpsuit.
4: With his hands
1: in handcuffs, he goes into a hardware store, like, asking for a hacksaw <laughs> to uh, to cut off the... So, like, of course, they call the cops right away. Mm. The Cops show up, and um, what, what was so embarrassing for the cops was that as the, the car pulls up, this female cop gets out, and she's forgotten to put her squad car in park so she gets she gets out of the squad car and it just continues into a fucking telephone pole which is (laughs) super embarrassing and then noxil comes out of uh of the hardware store and um and they got them on the ground. Their guns are drawn. They're like, "Why aren't you in jail? Why aren't you?" In
4: jail? <laughs> it's just,
1: like overall, really embarrassing. So there was a, uh, a like a lawsuit from the LAPD, which was settled for like five thousand bucks.
3: Well, you got <laughs> out of that man. one. Yeah, that's uh, less than oh, that's less than it, it, less than it the cost to fix the fucking car that bitch fucked Yeah,
1: for, sure. for because, sure. And then I don't know if you know. Oh, you know what? It was actually I think after. And, and sorry for interrupting. No, no, me. no, no, um, no. They um. I think it was after Jackass came out that they filmed Box Downstairs, (laughs) which was, like, just a big cardboard box. Knoxville got in it. He had, like, a couple pillows around him inside the cardboard box, and they just fucking closed it up, taped it all up, and, like, this big old fucking flight of cement stairs, they just fucking, and it's boop, 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 like, over and over and over, box downstairs. It was so fucking brutal.
0: <laughs> he had to have been knocked out, right? <clears throat>
1: I don't think he was knocked out, but uh, it, it, you could tell that it was not a good experience. Well, I
2: believe the first, the first aired episode of Jackass, it was you going into a sewage ditch out of a
1: nah. car. Um, the first one, the, the final bit on the first episode was the original poo cocktail. Where mm. Knoxville got in a, a heavily soiled um, porta potty, porta and, potty, and yeah. they yeah. and they flipped it upside mm. down.
0: Mm. Now back to your movie here. Uh, you have a stunt in there called "the uh, shit hits the fan," <laughs> which is exactly what it sounds
4: like. Yeah, <laughs> right. I it's mean, it's literal. It's it's, the, it's the
3: most aptly <laughs> named prank or yeah. joke or whatever. That would
1: never would have like really made the. Uh, you know, it, it never really would have been highly featured except for the fact of like how my fiance reacted
4: to it. Mm. You know, like that's
1: really what made the bit for me was that, like, here I'm, you know, like shit's hitting this fan. Like, <laughs> and, and, and like, I, I foolishly thought it would come back at me but really it just went sideways like across the yard (laughs) everybody's running for their lives and and my girl is fucking just standing strong (laughs) fucking taking it getting the shot and i'm like this is the woman i need to spend the rest of my life with
0: yeah there was a line at the end of it where she says do i have any shit in my vagina yeah. And, uh, she did wear a skirt to the shit the She shit. did. Yeah. No, no, not the That's best amazing. wardrobe.
2: Yeah, that could have been a tactical error. The era, tiniest I guess. Yeah. Yeah. fucking
1: miniskirt. So, <laughs> so, so dumb.
2: Could
0: have had a painter's jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> could have had a painter's jumpsuit. But the first time I saw you shit live on camera was actually that that show that never aired. You were on stilts. Do you remember walking on stilts down the sidewalk? And you are shitting what appears to be 10, 12 feet up just on the sidewalk. Wow. And then you kept going in that. Also something they couldn't air. Um, from huh. that that pilot that went around, and then at the end of it was Party Boy Pontius, who's also oh, with in the, the movie. Uh, no, he uh, just put on the bunny ears and went uh, oiled up his body and jacked off all over himself.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember <laughs> that. That was his playgirl shoot. <laughs>
0: Full yeah. spread eagle jack, the whole thing, and uh, <laughs> all over himself. And that was the end of your pilot video to submit to network television. <laughs> and I called my agent and I was like, yo, man, if, they, if this fucking thing gets on the air, dude, I guess we can do whatever we want. And then it did. Um, now cut to the first meeting over at Jackass. Jackass. Uh, when you walk into the office, there is a 10-foot Picture of Party Boy completely buck naked doing the finger guns in yeah. Jeff Tremaine's office there. <laughs> and that was before like HR and the Me Too and everything else, but you had to stare at his dick walking into that office every day.
1: Yeah, big time. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was there for a long time, too. Um, it might have been a photo from the actual Playgirl shoot. And then Playgirl fucking. Holder. Passed on him. Oh, Can you believe it, dude? No. Playgirl
0: passed. <laughs> After all that work, he's got yeah. a decent hog on him. I'm surprised they passed on it. He's Did they give a vibe? reason? Yeah. Good looks. Yeah. Did yeah. yeah. yeah, they yeah, give a reason? Why? It's
3: because we're Playgirl. We take this very seriously. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We take dongs. Dude, they had seriously. the blue
2: Power Ranger in Playgirl.
3: Which one's the blue one? Uh, the nerdy one. Pull up the, blue one. <laughs> Pull up the blue one. Let's see the blue one. Yeah, let's see his dick, boy. too, if you can find his dick on there, uh, Yeah, Billy,
0: Billy is the blue power ranger. Yeah, Billy, oh, Billy.
3: I don't know why you know his yeah. name. That's, That's weird. That's creepy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you know his fucking name. Touched I by I him to at one
2: point. I'm just oh, saying, God. like, how they, why they would even pass on Pontius and let the blue power ranger.
0: I know. I know. Yeah. I can't believe it. Uh, but as far as that run goes in the 2000s after that with Jackass, uh, Wild Boys was iconic uh obviously bam show was iconic you guys owned television for the better part of 10 15 years i mean it's unbelievable and the fact that you're still doing it to this day is just goddamn shocking at this point
1: it it really really is man um yeah and and thanks for the kind words i I don't know that we owned television um for, for, for very long certainly uh I think that Wild Boys and Viva La Bam had, like, pretty short runs from 2003 to 2005.
0: But you guys were gassing out seasons. How many seasons of Wild Boys did you you do? Only four. Four. That's that's still a great run, though, in a a couple years. I mean, dude, it's
1: killer, dude. I'm not not complaining about it at all. The thing about Wild Boys was that we leaned into the homoerotic humor so much that it was to the point of, like, alienating the audience, I think. (laughs) I remember one time uh, I was... uh, like I wanted to go to the skate shop to, to to get something or other, and I was with my dad, and and, and uh, we're walking up to the skate shop, and there are a couple of kids skating outside, and and I was like pretty sure the kids were going to recognize me, and like it would be a big deal, and I would be like super like proud that my dad got to see me get recognized, and we're walking up to the skate shop, and this, this one kid goes to uh, to the other one, he says he says, dude, dude, that's uh that's that's Steve Arthur, the, the Wild Boys. And, and, and his skateboard buddy doesn't even look up. He goes, those dudes are gay. <laughs> and, and, and that was what my homophobic father saw.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, well I, I mean, dude, there is a, a, an attribution to it, though. Like, Like, I'm, you guys were the birth of reality TV because, I mean, honestly, Tom Green was the first – the first kind of intro to reality television. Mm. And then Um, Jackass and Real World, like you didn't have those shows. Real
1: World certainly preceded us. Real World was going on. And, And I don't even know that I would necessarily consider it reality TV because with reality TV, the idea is that... You set up the cameras and just kind of, it's fly on the wall, you yeah. know, observing mm. like what's going on. But that's not what it um,
3: really
0: is. That's you know? really not what it is. Yeah. So, like we're
1: far more in the vein of like sketch comedy. Mm.
0: Yeah. But I mean, stunts. as far as who you guys are, the actual stunts you did, all the stunts were real unless some of them were, were scripted or something else happened. I mean, it was the first time we'd ever seen real people putting their lives on the line every single week on a daily, like a weekly basis.
1: Yeah. I mean, unless you look at, um, action sports, I mean, dude, like with the, with the, the motocross and just all the, this nitro circus, man, like,
3: uh, as far as like
1: risking your life, like, uh, I mean, certainly we, we rolled the dice enough. Like there, there was some life threatening stuff, no doubt, but, I don't think uh, anything compared to Nitro Circus.
3: Yeah, uh, I, I think Trav might be immortal because of the Boy. amount of booze he drinks yep. and the stupid shit he does. Yep. There's no way he should be alive. Like the, I've done the math. It doesn't yeah. add up. He's over yeah. at Black
0: Rifle Coffee, which is Sherrod's company. Um, and uh, the things that he does, I remember the first week you guys signed him, he almost died the first week. Um. Remember that um, bit at the Ghost Bar where you tried to throw the parachute out? And yeah, he, he tried just, to base jump off Ghost Bar in Vegas, right? Yeah, and he and just he crashed. Ah, they, hard.
2: No, this was this was during the filming of Gymkhana Twelve. That okay, was, uh, that was the second year.
3: My that, God, dude!
2: The
1: Vegas base jump was for the MTV Nitro Circus. Oh you know
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but the second one was yeah. when the shoot didn't come out.
2: No, the shoot came out. He caught he caught a bad crosswind
0: and he landed
2: without without any break. So he landed oh. on his hip and it. Broke his hip. it broke his ribs. And- I thought he was
0: dead yeah. when I saw that footage. And then there was a news team there, and they they were like, "I think it's Travis Bichir."
2: Oh, of course, they just like shifted away after sure he started did. yelling. For yeah, me but and if they had to keep filming, because he did. Yeah. He goes, "Matt, get in the car. Get in, just bring the car around. We'll pretend it didn't work." And then they're like, "They're like, uh, you need to go to the hospital." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: now, if it had been Joe Rogan there, he would have gotten down to the ground next to him, and put a microphone in his face. Trav, why did that not work out? Yeah. How did that not
2: work out? <laughs> well, but it took him though, like. By day three of him in the ICU, he's telling the nurse that he's dying and they bring in a psychologist and he's like, no, I don't need a psych." he's like, I have been in, I've been in this bed so many times, you guys missed something. And they roll him back into the CAT scan and see his internal bleeding and they're like, oh God, we got to rush you to surgery. Like, wow. he's like, yeah, I told you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Does it happen to you?
1: Um, n- nothing like that, but, uh. But has what happened.
0: What's your worst hospitalization? Yeah, what's your worst hospitalization? Like, what was it? Because it seemed like you were getting knocked out every other week on Jackass.
1: Yeah. um, I, Like, burns are the worst experience that I had. I, I had skin graft surgery on 15% of my body.
0: Which Holy 15%? Shit. Yeah. We're at the dick? Uh, it was mostly, mostly like,
1: my extremities. Or like, mm. uh, it was, like, my back. My, my arms was was not my legs. It was my arms and my back. Um. It was fucked up, dude. I laid down in a bed of rocket engine fuel and did snow angels while my buddies lit the
0: <laughs> oh holy shit did
1: yeah that air? It, yeah, it air, it was that was the closer of my second multi- or my my second comedy special, which was my first multimedia comedy special, okay, and then I was like, all right, cool, I'm doing multimedia, so now I'll go really crazy, and then that's the bucket
2: list, which is. Which is oh, just bucket, list B- bucket List pushes every Bucket List pushes all of it. It's, look,
0: it's available tomorrow on, on Stevo.com, com. but uh, I want to, I guess, go back to the, the early days where you were drinking, doing pills and all that other stuff. That makes sense for what you're doing on Jackass. I couldn't imagine not doing that show without pills and booze. Now you're doing all of this sober. I can't even do this show without pills and booze. No. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> let alone what you're doing. How do you get through the concussions, the burns, the staples the v-sex the all of it without pills or booze
1: um i think first we want to be clear that i don't know i I certainly and i don't think anybody else like never i don't think any of us ever took pills for pain like painkillers were not for pain they were just to get fucked up
4: Mm.
1: um and doing stunts Was not like because we were fucked up. Doing stunts was because we're attention whores. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like you take away the drugs and alcohol, and I'm a sober attention whore. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and like I don't have a special threshold for pain. I just have a, a desire for attention that outweighs my desire for comfort. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but as you're lying there, I'm, I'm assuming doctors have come up and said, all right, great, let's give them fentanyl, let's give them something, oxy, something to, to kind of lessen this, uh, what you're going through.
1: I'll, I'll take whatever they give me when I'm in the hospital, and generally that comes through an IV in my vein. But once I leave the hospital, um, then uh, it's it's Advil and Tylenol. And, and i have still in 15 years of sobriety. I've never
2: filled out a prescription for a painkiller. But you know what? Like... You opened a whole new door of of uncomfortability and and pain because I I've I've done this before and it was the the most awkward I've ever felt was the bike ride like like when you yeah. fight uh yeah. something like that it is awful and I mean how bad was that like-
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean like the, about halfway through the bucket list it goes from like kind of lighthearted like you know funny inappropriate like wild like funny stuff and and then it gets into like like dangerous life threatening so
4: like <laughs> i can't tell if i'm <laughs> and, breathing uh, dangerous life threatening. yeah
1: and, and ha- I, uh, I i i had a medical professional steal general anesthesia drugs from the hospital and administered them into an iv while i was riding a bicycle and um that uh I mean, like, just by definition, general anesthesia drugs, like, they intubate you because you stop breathing. Yeah. And, like, here, we're in a fucking field. I, I wasn't clear on I, – I never said where it was. I said we went on a little trip. But that happened at Dave England's house. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, Dave England has five acres of property. And um, so we did it on there. Um, we, we actually, like, hired – a, a private ambulance so that if I did need to be intubated, they were there, yeah. but we didn't tell the ambulance like while they, why they were there. So it was just <laughs> this mystery. We didn't even tell Dave England what we were going to do, you know, like uh, oh, well, yeah. it's plausible
3: <laughs> deniability, right? Yeah. Um, you don't want him getting hemmed up. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I was like, Hey,
1: we're going to, we're going to shoot. At your house, like, you cool, and he's like, "Yeah, come on over, sweet." And and I never told him what the plan was. So then when we got there, like, there's a fucking ambulance there, and he's like, "What, what, what are we doing today?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a general anesthesia bike ride." And 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 his reaction was so fucking funny because he's like, he was, he thought that the... The idea was that he was going to do it, <laughs> you know, that, that we were all going to do it, <laughs> <laughs> and so he really was just really like he was, really. he was just like, and he was red, like just preparing himself to say like dude like I don't know if I'm up for that <laughs> you know but I was like oh don't worry dude I'm the only one doing it and, and like that was just that it's like oh cool Whew, sweet you know never mind <laughs> never mind that I could be about to die on his property and I didn't even ask him if that was okay I mean what a bro dude I love David
0: <laughs> that's a bro though if, if you're willing like if your buddy lets you die on his own property like that's that should be the, the litmus test of whether or not they're actually you're actually best friends with that person Yeah, I feel like um, but now Now that you're engaged, is there shit? I know there was shit in the the movie, and I don't want to give away all the movie because it was so great. It's one of those things. You watch it, by the way. You have to buy it. One, you have to buy it. You have to buy it. Two, it's it's one of those things. You could literally give away every single bit because you've never seen it on television before. Um. So I don't want to go too far down to every sketch. Yeah.
1: I mean, Adrian, hey, I appreciate that, and and I, I love the, that you're calling it a movie when it's really like just a multimedia comedy special. But uh, but yeah, I went for it as if it was a movie. I went. I went to. I no,
0: it's, to format it's format was perfect. Format was perfect, and Plus, it's not. A, it's not multimedia. I mean, it really is everything. Even combined. the way that you set each one up. You tell us what
2: you're gonna do with it, and I still wasn't prepared for it when I saw it on camera. <laughs> yeah. So it's like even then, even then, in the format, you're like, all right, this is what you're about. Uh, another person passed out. All right, get him out of here. Yeah. So you're, you're distracting me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, isn't that crazy. Uh, the
1: one guy who passes out like in literally the the center of the second row. <laughs> Like I, I was, as soon as that happened, I was like, "Oh man, people are gonna fucking accuse me of planting." <laughs> like somebody to pretend they passed out. Like, and just for the record, if I had done that, which I did not and would not ever, I wouldn't have put him. Them- in the fucking second row center. Yeah, you know, yeah. I would have made no, it more, I, mean, I would have made it more plausible.
2: I got <laughs> it because even though I was eating soup, I did get a, I started to get dizzy during the belly flop just because of how disgusting. Yeah. Oh, it was a lot of I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> we won't small,
1: give that one
3: away. It was a lot of liquid. It's, it's a
1: small percentage of people who pass out. I mean, I like I would typically um do like, we like, average about a thousand people per show. Um.
0: How many people are passing out of those shows?
1: Sometimes nobody. And we had as many. The, the record was 11, 11. Jeez,
3: double digits. Yeah, so. but it's like the same people that would pass out if they are watching a knee surgery on TV or some yeah. shit, right? For, yes. For sure. Yeah. The, the V-Sec is what got me. Yeah. I, I, that's when I, I yeah. had to turn away. That's when I got hungry. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was times,
1: There were times <laughs> that we didn't have anybody pass out. But on average, we absolutely, if you average it out we definitely mm. average at least a pass well, here out sure. here's
3: the beauty of this shit you can buy it have it from stevo.com and you could bring friends over to watch with you and judge them based on whether they can make it through the fucking but that's well, yeah. my that's and, what i'm gonna do
1: the, 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 the uh, typically if somebody's gonna pass out like they've, they've got an idea of that yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and so if you're with somebody <laughs> who might might be a passer out or fucking set up a camera
3: Yeah, yeah. That should just tag. Yeah, Yeah, tag. And maybe put a helmet on him or something. Yeah, when I warn the
1: audience about this this next video, that's when to set up the camera.
2: I love, I absolutely love and adore the fact that you were launching this yourself on your website. Well, thanks, man. uh, That's why it's like, go buy this, because this is how we keep this stuff alive, is getting the the studios (laughs) out of the fucking way and getting them out of, well, we'll we'll, we'll put this out, but you need to cut all of it. Like, no,
0: fuck you. And we did this by the way on on this show so we actually did an indiegogo we raised 1.2 million in 48 hours we made a movie we released it on our own it was uh the number one independent film of the year keep all the money you keep everybody else out because as we're watching this uh jared called me right after he watched his screener and he said this the exact same thing of like holy shit do you know how much money steve is gonna make off of this like because it's (laughs) not going to anybody else right
1: um i mean i gotta like commission some people but, but uh I mean, we'll see, man. Like, I spent a fuck ton of money making it. But it, but but now <laughs> it's all
2: going to, it's going that. back to where, it, you know, you're not splitting this. I'll, like,
1: I'll be real happy if I get my money back. I mean, just the opening sequence was over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and that's that was a minute and a half of footage. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and that guy. was that was really fucking intense. Well, thanks. And man, that's why man. it felt like a movie. Like, I mean, yeah. you've got all the things in this.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. so. Look, I had one of the things I wanted to ask you, because Chuck Liddell's a good buddy of mine.
0: Oh, good cool buddy man. of ours, actually. Yep.
3: And, <laughs> his uh, show is on our network. Yeah, so I, that scene, that part where he, as soon as I saw him in there and after that scene, I paused and I text him, like, hey, I just saw that shit with Steve O. goes, yeah, he's fucking nuts. <laughs>
4: uh, but, <laughs> uh, Chuck Liddell's calling you nuts? Yeah, yeah, exactly,
3: right? <laughs> but, but, when,
1: when my ear is bleeding like crazy oh and God. his first instinct is like, oh, heaven forbid this blood should get on Steve O's shirt. And he puts his hand out to catch <laughs> the blood. Like,. <laughs> That dude, and he's gonna say I'm not. T- <laughs> yeah,
3: that's true. Yeah, he. Uh, so, how long ago did you film that? Because he's. Uh, yeah,
1: we didn't. The, he, he was training for his uh, Tito Three fight mm. at that time, man. Like the, all the this Chuck like Liddell maybe? stuff. Yeah, it was, it was uh, during 2018. That was like the first shit we did.
0: Wow. But we asked him, and because uh, he's such a nice guy in real life, mm-hmm. like he's, he'll be out here in like three weeks. Um, he really uh, is. Man. He's the nicest yeah. guy. But uh, I, we asked him. We said, "Hey." Did you want to continue this? There was so much blood and everything else. And he goes, no, dude, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> the way you're able to talk people into doing this, in this shit is, is also fucking nuts.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was, he was down. He was, he was game. We we did two full days of Chuck Waddell trying to give me cauliflower ear,
4: and then John Jones too. John Jones, be rushed. Rousey, yeah,
1: yeah, and Jorge Masvidal too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, Street Jesus is yeah. in there. Street Jesus has been on the show before. Now, too. Now
3: the big one. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but this is another part where you might vomit or pass out. Is when John Jones gets a hold of that ear. Yeah. That was oh, that God. was fucking gnarly, dude. That was gnarly as fuck. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like I wanted to look at your ear That's when you came in today. That's made
1: people pass out too. The John Jones bit. Yeah,
3: that was <laughs> turned
0: away. I, I couldn't. I, I turned away for that one. That was too much. I was like, cool, man. I'm going to look the other way for this. Uh, but as you continue, I know that you're calling this the bucket list. Does that mean you're going to stop eventually doing these stunts?
1: Um, I got one more show in me. One more multimedia extravaganza that's going to be called Steve-O's Gone
0: Too Far Tour. <laughs> and that's kind of it Where well, you're, the, you're the, going are for we broke? going
3: further than bucket list yeah the <laughs> end credits no, the end credits is going to be your funeral or
1: <laughs> i mean at that point that's
0: kind of where we're at
1: yeah I, I'm, I'm having a lot of uh uh pushback from my loved ones about <laughs> my plans for gone too far and uh All my reps, like everybody, everybody who has access to me is pushing back as hard as they possibly can. And, uh, they're, they're just making me more determined to do it. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's pretty gnarly, man. Like, um, it, it, uh, it's crazy when like you're an intention whore for a living and Then, like, you become like middle aged, like actually like getting old. You know, it's just like I I say it in the in the show, like I'm in a messed up situation. I'm Stevo in my
2: forties, yeah, (laughs) and I'm forty
1: nine. You know, like I'll be fifty. So it's like, what does it even look like? You know, (laughs) and and my 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 answer to that is I just got to lean into it and make it about. You know, it's about about being fucking
0: old. Well, the good thing is you're not having kids, and you'll be able to see that in this movie. So you don't have to worry about that. Right. So it's not like you're, oh, I'm going to leave a a two-year-old, a three-year-old behind, everything else. Uh, So you can can still go for it. Obviously, your fiance will be mad and your parents. Here's
2: where this gets really dangerous, and this is the equation that we're not talking about right now, is the fact that he has a Luxe we know how fucking gnarly that gets because
0: I have a Lux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's dangerous. Your fiance's dangerous. She let you do most of this shit. (laughs) Her name is Lux.
1: Yeah, the bucket list items go in descending order of her approval and
2: support. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's crazy is how much... That personality matches my daughter's.
4: like oh,
0: yeah, do it again. <laughs> his daughter's his daughter's name is Lux as she's well. She's crazy. Oh wow, she's so both L U X. L U X. Oh shit, man, that's
4: crazy. Same. <laughs> Lux's
1: real name is Courtney. And she she doesn't like to be called Courtney. She just changed her name to Lux.
4: Smart. That's <laughs>
0: yeah. smart. Courtney's a white girl's name. I understand it. You know, you want to get away from that.
1: Yeah, man, yeah, and she's so fucking awesome, man. Like, <laughs> Anybody and,
0: who's willing to film that shit, yes, and God.
2: encourage you. That's, yeah. yeah, you were right. You chose correctly. Yeah. Yeah, dude, she's, she's, she's fucking right. She, she, she just got on the zoom lens during the vasectomy. <laughs> no, let me get a better oh, shot. Ah, dude, really? <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she,
4: yeah, she, yeah.
1: she, she was, she, like, to this day... She thanks me. She says the vasectomy was the best gift that she's ever been given. Like her
3: (laughs) being able to film it or just you getting it? Just me having a vasectomy.
1: Mm, So it's like hump and dump all month long. Mm. No tripping. No pulling out. No. I just fucking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Proud of you. I don't know if my wife's still here. She's asked for that. But just watching dogging. your video, I was like
1: I know, but dude, like you don't have to go bareback horseback riding and then be a human pinata. Yeah, four, <laughs>
4: four <laughs> hours after the surgery. You don't have
1: to do that. You yeah. know, like uh, plus you, you the only it's like when you go to the dentist and you get the one little prick to make it numb. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You feel that one little tiny prick, and then you don't feel anything else.
0: Okay. Uh, one thing that I've noticed about Jackass is it seems like you guys are athletes. Is there an expiration on this? I, I know you said that special might be the last. Has there anybody who's watched it, your movie now from your crew, from the Jackass crew, everybody else, and says, hey, dude, I miss doing that. I want to do another Jackass movie.
1: I mean, we just had a Jackass movie come out last year. You did. And um, – like that was definitely like the last time that we want to see Knoxville like get concussed, <laughs> you know, that like, we're like, I think everybody's sure about yeah. that. Like yeah. that, uh, brain bleed. You only have so
4: many of those. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So I think Knoxville's is tapping out on, um, really risking his life or his brain. And um, you know, I'm 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 doing my thing. I, I I'd have trouble picturing another jackass. Okay. But then again, I I had trouble picturing the last one. Like I, I was so sure the ship had sailed, and then ten years after, you know, ten years with no jackass, and then all of a sudden Knoxville's like, all right, I'm ready. Like what? Well, I mean, <laughs> like I think
2: it, it's 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 the power <clears throat> of of kind of my generation, who's about to turn forty, who grew up on you guys, and now we're we're never going to let that go. You mm. guys could release 80 of them. Yeah. And, and, and we, we would all be
3: like, to our another one? Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yes. Especially with the way Hollywood is butt-fucked comedies. You know yes. what I
0: mean? Like, there's yeah, there's right. no comedy anymore. You guys are the last ones left. And, there's and, and, nothing funny. Nothing funny. And then the ages you guys span, uh, my 9-year-old is here today because he wanted to meet you. It's the only guest he's ever asked to meet after 3,000 nice. episodes of this fucking show. Loves Jackass. My 70-year-old parents, who are more than likely watching at home, Love Jackass. I mean I, I sat with them and watched seven seasons of DVDs when they moved into their well, house. Well it's a family show. Well, I mean it's but it's <laughs> I mean really, it really it is. is. It kind of is. It is. Like
3: because we used to watch the three stooges as yes. a family, right? Yep. That was yeah. fucking comedy, slapstick shit. I mean you just took it to another funnier. you yeah. took it to another level, obviously.
1: I, I'd submit that Jackass is completely wholesome and family values because like there's no there's no uh there's no hate. There's nothing mean-spirited mm. about it. Like, there's nothing hateful. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, like, we, we go through terrible things and we put each other through terrible things. But we're all willing participants, like, no. dying for screen time. No. So it's perfectly <laughs> permissible to watch us go through what we go through. Mm. And we have, like, t- like true respect for uh, all third parties. And mm. we, we love each other. Like, it's really just... Positive vibes, man.
3: Yeah. That's what I, like, I have the same. I I told somebody this four years ago, I think, about Impractical Jokers. The the bits are funny, but the thing that makes it truly enjoyable to watch is how much they enjoy each other's company. And I always felt it was the same with Jack. Like, watching you guys have fun together remind me of the stupid shit he and I used to do when we were in the military back in the day. (laughs)
1: I'm going on uh, the Impractical Jokers cruise ship. Oh, shit. Oh,
4: wow. <laughs> it's called
1: Get Ship-Faced.
3: <laughs>
4: and so,
1: it's uh, Eric Andre. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Eric, Eric Andre oh, and the Impractical oh, Jokers.
3: So it's going to get weird, then. It's going to get real weird. because yeah. yeah. he doesn't give a fuck.
1: Eric Andre is a gnarly dude. Yeah. Definitely does not give like, a fuck. Like, you don't give a
3: fuck about your own body, apparently, but he doesn't give a fuck about doing weird shit to people in public. I mean, yeah, it's, like, super bizarre.
1: I remember that guy having I had Eric Andre on my podcast and he was like listing off his favorite drugs. He's like, Oh, I love to do this drug and I love to do that drug and and uh I isolated that as a clip to put on Instagram and I was like, Man, I wonder if this is gonna like bum him out. So I texted it to him. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, like, do you care if I put this clip on Instagram? Mm-hmm. And he goes that's the least offensive thing I said on my entire press tour. Like, ha ha. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: like, uh, he he truly does not give a fuck. Well,
2: well, well, to tell you how you know we carried the torch mm. for Jackass Baghdad. Wow! Mm. Uh, yeah, is we, we at about one o'clock in the morning started emptying chem lights into water balloons. Mm. In chem a,
1: lights, where like, that's like, you the snap glow stick, like, yeah. 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 Okay.
2: So And then we started launching these balloons at Strikers that were about to go on a mission because it made them glow. APCs, yeah. Ah, that's not cool. (laughs) Not at (laughs) all. Oh, we got yelled at a lot. Because because they saw glowing footprints back to our beds when they came up to figure out who was just launching glowing goo at them. That was an oversight on our part. (laughs) (laughs) But would we do it again? Yes.
1: Kind of a gnarly uh, subject change, but... um, Like what the fuck with uh, that? Like, am I am I am I right to assume that Iran, with all the proxy stuff, is just like pulling all the levers just to make it pop off, like full scale? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They give you the actual answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like,
4: but they they're
3: not they don't want that smoke either. Like we, if you remember, three and a half years ago or so. Um, they were fucking around a little bit straight of uh, her moves. They were fucking around with our Navy a little bit. And Trump says, stop, or I'm going to get I'm going to get wild. And he looks like fucking Ric Flair. Right. So you got to trust him when he <laughs> says that. Um, and then they did it again. And he just murdered their version. Like uh, Soleimani was basically like the, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs plus their commander of their special forces at the same time. And he just fucking killed him with a switchblade, which is a dope weapon, right?
4: Yes. <laughs> it, it's a, so a switchblade is
3: a fucking Hellfire rocket, but instead of an ordnance on it, instead of a warhead, it's just like a six-foot-long blade that pops out the front and just stabs you to death. Wow. Into pieces, right? That's why they found his dick and his hand on the <laughs> runway.
4: So, I mean, that's
3: so. true, by the way. It was his dick.
0: Like, he's not <laughs> oh, <yeah>. he's making <laughs> it no, yeah, real. They, huh? they
3: identified him yeah, by that. his
0: penis, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. that's all the that ring it. on his hand, too. But, you know.
1: So... Like Iran doesn't want that smoke Mm. from being at war with the U.S. Right. So they're just using their proxy groups, like Hezbollah, which is the the Mm. most like like heavily funded, heavily armed. Like I mean, that Hezbollah is like a legit like.
3: It's a legit transnational terror organization. So when we disrupted their flow of money supply back in the day, they made deals with the South American narco terrorists, the cartels. They worked together there. Which is what, one of the things that makes this southern border issue even more problematic, right? That we know because we have a bunch got of fucking Islamic Hamas terrorists fucking over there, yeah.
1: cocksuckers coming through there. Yeah. Like, all, all of the, like, ooh, is what happens if Hezbollah and Hamas get together? Like, aren't they kind of like.
3: They're essentially the same. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, trained and funded by Iran both, so.
1: Right. And heavily funded to the tune of like tens of billions yeah, yeah. per year. Mm-hmm. Right? Fuck, man. And so Iran doesn't want that smoke, but they're just, like, poking around and poking around. And so now they got Yemen fucking yeah. fully at war with Israel. Yeah. Well, the thing yeah. is,
2: is they're always going to poke because – and, and I, I can guarantee Iran's biggest fear is is that we would delete their air force in 20 minutes. So, like, they would have nothing. Like, no – and the key to any to any of all this is your air power. Like, and they know. If they truly – shoved us, and we went, okay, we're done. No more airplanes for Iran. Like, yeah. And how long does it take for you to rebuild that? I mean, Iran's using F-14 Delta models, Tomcats, from yeah, Top that's, Gun 1. Yeah, that's from we, like in 1983, we decli- I think. Like, like, we retired that airplane in mm. the year 2005. Mm. So they've run out – we've starved them apart because their best airplanes are our ones that we got rid of in 05. Like, so they're already hurting. Mm. So I think that would be a very, very – concerning thing on yeah. their mind of if we poke too far, like America pushes a button and we no longer have. Yeah.
3: Air, they're air they're air not air. trying to provoke a conflict with us. What they're trying right, to do. Right.
1: They're just trying to widen the conflict yeah. around. Yeah. And to get, get, get men in there. Get mm. fucking they Jordan, w- Syria, like get, like right. get, get it to spread around the region. And, uh, w- without that, them, they themselves being mm. at war with us. Yeah. They
3: want to, they want to primarily, this is my opinion, but I think it's true. Uh, they primarily want to get Israel to overreact. Right, And give them fodder to say, hey, all the rest of you Muslim countries that were involved in these Abraham Accords before, Jordan, Bahrain, Kuwait, uh, UAE, and then Saudi Arabia. Like, hey, you can't be on their side. Look what they've done to our people or whatever the
0: fuck. That's the plan. steve you got a podcast. You know we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 50% off. For the holidays, everything in the entire store with the promo code drinking bros at checkout. Let's go! That's 50% off the mattresses, pillows, sheets, adjustable bases, RV mattresses, weighted blankets you name it, they got it 50% off. And again, that is especially for the holidays. This deal will not last after Christmas, I can promise you that. However, there's people hurting out there, and uh, they've put down a record-breaking savings over there at GhostBed. They've never done this before, so take advantage of it. Also, take advantage of their three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. So, pop in that promo code Drinking Bros. You're gonna get fifty percent off every item in the entire store. It doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter if you put sixty items in the cart. Then you can stretch it out over three years and enjoy a lovely brand new bedroom set for the missus or the mister. I don't kink, shame, never have, never will. Don't care who you're banging in this bed, but you can get it for 50% off at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and stretch it out over three years. Next up, we got MyBookie.com promo code drinking bros doubles that first deposits all the way up to a thousand dollars. Get off the couch and get into the action today with mybookie.com. All right, kids. I've been 12, 3, and 1 in Thursday night and Monday night games. I don't plan on stopping tonight. I'm going Buffalo, minus six and a half at home against the guy who wants to cook, who doesn't cook. His name is Russell Wilson. You know how much I hate him on this show. I'm all in bills minus six and a half tonight. Look, whether you're an NFL fan, college football, UFC shit, you can bet on the next presidential election. If you want, turn your love of sports into your new side hustle today at mybookie.com. Make sure to use that promo code drinking bros. To double that first deposit all the way up to $1,000 over there. Next up, we got hardafseltzer.com. Let's go. We're in 1,200 locations across the United States. We're live in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, North Carolina, where D'Anthony Anthony Holloway and I will be at uh, Thursday at brunches. At six thousand eight hundred Parker Farms Drive in Wilmington, North Carolina, from five to nine p.m. on Thursday, uh, you can come and drink some Hardy F seltzers with us, have some free food, and just enjoy your life. Probably get a driver after that night, though. To be honest with you, uh, or uh, you can go down and party with us, where it's uh, Ohio State University everywhere. Fourteen or no liquors, uh, short north down there at the old Pint House. Urban Myers Pine House out in Dublin, Ohio, standard hall on campus. Liquors down there in the Shell Station at University of Alabama and Tuscaloosa, 1405 University Boulevard down there, Tiger Liquors uh, at Auburn University. We're all over Georgia. If you're a Bulldogs fan, go dogs. first of all. Second of all, drinking 8% seltzer, really tuning up a notch. Ruin all your relationships. Ruin all your family events over there by getting some hard AF seltzer. We're also live inside the Amway Center. With the Orlando Solar Bears, who are our favorite, the Orlando Magic, and uh, everybody who's coming in concert down there. Chappelle was just there last week, drinking some hard AF seltzers there uh, at Gates uh, 104 and 112 there. Grab them at the grab and goes. And then the easiest to remember when every single Total wins in the southeast And uh, we're coming to Texas soon, kids. Now, we still ship to every single state. Just go to hardafseltzer.com. If you're looking for a store, though, nearest you, so you can get as cheap as White Claw or any of that other bullshit that's uh, half the ABV, go to hardafseltzer.com, type in your city or zip in the store locator, and it'll take you to the closest store. Last but not least here today, we got sheath. Shit, I'm wearing sheath right now. God damn, dude. I love these boxers. Uh, Best in the biz. There's like a cooling element to this where you can just stick your dick in balls and it separates them from the rest of the boxers. You can have a very pleasant experience there at sheathunderwear.com. Promo code Drinking Bros is going to get you twenty percent off your order over there. Love these guys. Want to take a quick second to thank them. It's one of our favorite sponsors. Uh, she's been on the program in the past. They're back now. Great stocking stuffer for the holiday seasons. Those sheath underwear are the best, dude. Those are the best I've ever owned. Uh, super soft, keeping everything cool and in the right place. Uh, man, these guys were introduced to to us last year on the show. I think I personally bought like 20 pairs from these guys and use my own promo code? Whatever, dude. I'm never not going to use my own promo code, uh, when I can. Okay. Go to sheathunderwear.com. Get the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear in your entire life. Promo code drinking, bro. It's going to get you 20% off your order. That is sheath underwear.com promo code drinking bros for 20% off they've also got the new bamboo pairs that are perfect for all weather conditions uh visit sheathunderwear.com today make sure to use that promo code drinking bros for 20% off
1: i mean it seems like the overreacting piece kind of came together yeah, yeah. Uh, okay predictably so, yeah. yeah now let, let me let me get this right the uh When there is a terror threat, right, the the, the U.S. government isn't going to, like, step up to the podium. You know, the fact that the Congress and the FBI just said it's very likely that we're going to have terrorist attacks on American soil. Like, that's, like, over-the-top crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, when there are legitimate terrorist attacks, they're not going to say it. Right. So for them to actually say it, it's like— beyond fucking red alert it's like white hot core like fucking alert right well
0: we got we got close this weekend um i don't know if you saw the footage this weekend in new york city with them tearing down american flags uh and everything else like dumping blood on police officers or paints or whatever it yeah was. but that's not yeah. that's that, not an attack it's not right but that's Well, how it's how it protesting starts.
3: until i show up and you're throwing my flag on the ground and i split your fucking head open right, right. <laughs> and it just
0: depends on who's where at the right time mm-hmm. you go back to westlake village in, in la which i'm sure you know it's like one of the richest parts of los angeles why would there be a protest there out in front of the whole foods and a death and that guy got clubbed to death with a mm-hmm. was a megaphone yeah. well i mean isn't
2: Tomorrow, look, like, they start the pro Israel stuff all in Washington state or Washington, D.C. Yeah. So, like, that's gonna, who knows what's gonna happen. It's are- just
1: such scary times,
0: man. It is, but we need laughter. And thank God you got a fucking movie out because all <laughs> right. the images we're seeing on Twitter and everything else, I haven't seen shit like this. Even in Ukraine, Russia, we, didn- we never saw kids being blown up and all that other stuff we're seeing it every single day in in this war which is like man if you're hollywood please start pumping out comedies at a time like this because we're seeing serious shit every goddamn second of the day on the news that's why guys like you are invaluable right now during this time and that's why i I think your movie's going to crush also you're coming off back-to-back strikes you're yeah. the only person with anything coming out right now. Yeah. You're the only new thing wow. right now. You, you timed this perfectly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It almost seems like it was on purpose, and that was going to be my next wow. question. Yeah, did you start
3: like... this? Were you, are you in Hamas?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just no, out of Steve-O. steve goes Hamas. Yeah. That's the next
3: catch. <laughs> I did see a funny video the... on Instagram earlier. It was uh, Real Housewives Hamas. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, wow. The yeah. audience is yeah. asking for you to talk about Manny. Talking about Manny. Yeah,
3: yeah. They, there's
2: been like eight different. I keep. Like <coughs> oh yeah. Peeking in. They want to hear about Manny. What like, was how the cool story was with Manny?
0: Yeah, was he, he real? Was he a real guy or an actor?
1: Oh, uh, dude, he's unbelievably real. Okay. Like, he's the he's the most like genuinely fucking real dude ever. And um, the uh, the first season of Jackass, like uh, I wrote a bit, which which came from my buddy Danny Way. And, and, and the way Danny Way wrote the bit, I, I, I mean, Danny Way had suggested it. He says, dude, shark hugging. Like
2: <laughs> he said hey, Say no more. Wait, didn't Manny make a video <laughs> of this? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, dude, a million different ways. But but uh before we ever met Manny, before we ever even heard of him, Danny Way, who's the skateboarder, you know, yeah. jumped the great wall of China. Yeah. He's like, dude, Steve O, shark hugging. He's like, you catch a blue shark and like while it's on the line, like you reel it in and then fucking you jump in the water and hug it like and uh i mean crazy cuz the blue shark is the like it's it's small mm-hmm. it's thin it's it's like it can like really turn like it's so fast and it's so fucking aggressive too like and and if if it were to be like on a line with the hook then that would just be a a, a bummer you know like but i liked the idea and i and i passed it on to jeff tremaine and the way that that we filmed it they found a uh like a like a tourist operation in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Florida yeah. where they would just take tourists to swim with nurse sharks,
4: yeah.
1: and um it was like nurse sharks are super docile like super mellow, they had had like thousands of families with their babies like swimming with nurse sharks, but like we're gonna make it like the bit is for us that we're gonna like. You know, like hug the nurse shark and like really we'd fully like dry humped like the nurse sharks. But like before <laughs> we went down, the guy in charge of, uh, of the tourist operation, he was like, well, you want to watch out for your hand, you know, motion. Don't wave your hands. And he cut to the footage. I'm down there. They didn't even show it on MTV. But I'm just waving my hands in front of the shark, like, exactly the way he said not to. And the nurse shark fucking, whop, like, bites my finger. And it's, like, all shredded. And I'm, like, bleeding everywhere. And I'm, like, I go up. I got bitten by the fucking shark. And when we got back on the boat, the guy in charge of the, of the operation said to Jeff Tremaine, like, dude, you cannot fucking she's He's, like, if you show that. I'm going to lose my whole business. You know, like, you just can't. Like, we're a fucking tourist thing. Like, Mm. this fucking house, thousands of people, this is the first asshole to get bitten. And, um, (laughs) you know, Tremaine Tremaine was like, okay, cool, we won't show that. And uh, Tremaine thought that he'd maybe turn around and show it anyway, but, like, uh, he he related that, and they were like, dude, that's a verbal contract. Like, you can't. Mm. So I'm like, I got bit by a fucking shark for nothing? Like, what the fuck? I was pissed. And so they knew that moving forward, we wanted to film with more sharks and they needed to figure out a way to not have pussies say, you can't show that. And then Pontius and Tremaine were watching animal planet and they see Manny. Manny had a show on animal planet. <laughs> and like Manny's in the fucking swamp, like lifting alligators fucking out of the swamp, like with his bare hands fucking like at night. And, doing it all while wearing a speedo. <laughs> you
4: know? <laughs> like he's
1: riding sharks literally riding sharks. Just grab the dorsal bin of like great hammerhead sharks and he's just surfing around underwater like and wearing a speedo. And and Tremaine and uh and and Pontius they were like, yeah, this, it was the Speedo that won us over. <laughs> you know?
4: <laughs> so uh,
1: we met up with Manny for the very first time while we were filming the second season of jackass the first bit that i filmed with him was snorting the earthworm up my nose oh yeah yeah manny couldn't even believe that he was just like this is the dumbest fucking funniest shit i've ever even fucking heard of and like he he fell in love with us right away i remember that day too we were playing with alligators in the everglades like all like all day basically and and when we first met up with manny This is the second season. The first season was already out. Like we, like we were, like you know, on MTV. We were big, a big hit, and we're standing around the parking lot, and this family is coming to like see alligators, you know, in the wild, whatever. It's like whole family, and you see this big reaction. They're, like, walking towards me in Knoxville. And Knoxville's, like, kind of, like, proud. He's, like, you know, like, getting raped, Like, yeah, yeah, And they just blow right past Knoxville. They're like, Manny! <laughs> and that was, that was when we, we, we realized, wow, Manny really uh, has a profile. Like, he's a fucking big legend and a star down in, in Florida there.
3: And he's never kicked. Well, he's like Steve Irwin, but for
0: pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it could potentially could have been an actor because he, he looks the part of everything you would want in that. And I was right. like, well, maybe they just cast him and he's just kind of as crazy as you are, but knows a little bit about animals. And then as the seasons went on, I was like, oh, shit, maybe it's a real dude. But the fact that you guys never tipped one way or the other also lent him to be a great character in your show.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, he's uh, – he's, he's – the best. And I remember, too, um, like, uh, we went out to try to ride great hammerhead sharks with me. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. And, and like, what the, fuck? We're, 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 like the, the the morning after I got my butt cheeks pierced together, so I've got, I've got
4: <laughs> i got remember, to remember that one? Remember that one?
1: We're, like, all hungover. Like, uh, basically, Pontius and I are, like, in G-strings, like, sleeping on the boat, like, while Manny is out there in the water, treading water, just hacking up Barracuda in the water with a big knife. Just
4: chumming God like, damn.
1: like he's just treading water and chumming, hacking up Barracuda, you know, to to try to attract sharks. And like the idea is when Manny screams like shark, like we jump off the boat to get in the water. <laughs> you know, which is so awesome. And I remember <laughs> like <laughs> Like, uh, I remember um, it was like, it was hours and hours, dude. It just wasn't working. He's was just, just me he was treading fucking water for hours, hacking up Barracuda. And um, at some point, because I knew that he, he was famous, I'd seen people react to him like that. He had a show on Animal Planet. And I said to Tremaine, I was like, God, today must be an expensive date. You got this fucking famous fucking Tarzan guy treading water for hours, fucking just hacking up Barracuda. And uh and Shermaine's like, yeah, no, not not expensive, just and you know and I was like, oh, isn't he like really expensive? And he goes, No, nah, like he's doing what he loves. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: I mean that's Tremaine like That's true, man. Like, he's doing what he loves. We're letting him... We're we're giving him the opportunity to fucking be out there doing what he loves. $40. Yeah, like, who knows, you know? And and, uh, not only is Manny, like, that legit and that real, but, like, you know, he just... Like, he's never... You know? There's never been anybody really looking out for him, Mm. you know? So, like... He he just lives a really really fucking simple life, man. He sells spears, he sells knives, like, and like he he needs to sell spears and knives to to survive, you know. Like nobody ever was looking out for him, and and he was in. And and the other thing, he's probably happier. Then you know <laughs> then then you're rich, greedy Jeff Tremaine, like I'd say Manny's probably the happier person, but <laughs> I just wish that people were looking out for him better, and I wish that people treated him better in business.
0: And now, are you saying that Tremaine was rich and greedy? Yeah), <laughs> yeah. He's
1: rich because he's greedy,
0: you know
1: Well, there was like, a- can we
2: buy can we buy Manny Spears?
1: I think you can. Because now
2: I want one.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look up Manny on Instagram, like, send him a Let's DM. And oh, he has, I've got, like, not only Spears, fucking tridents.
2: Oh,
3: I, want, I need a trident Dude, for Manny. His, his
1: tridents are the scariest fucking thing. Oh, yeah, in there in he this. is right
4: there. I'm there on this. He doesn't have
3: a website that I can tell. He doesn't Listen, have a website. He has a landline.
1: If you, if you DM him, like, right there, he's whatever that is. Yeah, it's a knife yeah show, he's showing you how he makes knives his tridents are fucking epic
3: oh shit yeah there's yeah. one there's one a couple of down from there oh god those are beautiful yeah right there in the yeah middle. look at that
1: dude i got those oh, things shit. are the like the the tip of those points i'm
2: calling latrell this after so... because he's gonna want one
1: yeah and dude looking look like he hand engraves everything he filed oh. it all down like i mean Put it, a bone he frog uses on there. To, yep. Like he will go out there and fucking hunt a wild boar with his trident and like it, it's it's all. Confusing. Isn't that how the king
3: died in the first season of Game of oh, Thrones? look at that little
1: baby yeah. one.
3: Look at that! Oh, Wow. That's, oh, that's that, like a fish spear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he'll get he'll be down there fucking spearing his. Own we shit,
0: need to man. order these. We yeah, have to have. I'm one. definitely getting. Yeah, we yeah.
2: have to have one for the bar. Like, that's for wild. Sure.
0: Uh, if you don't mind, I would like to go back to that Tremaine comment real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. And here's why. (laughs) I've I've gone deep into the DVDs.
1: There's nothing even remotely controversial about calling Tremaine uh, a fat, Greedy, rich, <laughs> terrible
3: person. You added fat and terrible this time. You yeah. sure did. <laughs> so and, and, Jeff and, 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 I and I added little that little.
1: without controversy.
0: <laughs> well, here, here's yeah. why I ask. Uh, again, I've gone through all the DVDs. I've gone through everything you guys have done. Uh, we're all huge fans dope. here. But one of the bonuses on a DVD was a behind the scenes where they interviewed the entire cast. But you guys were broken up into twos. So I don't know if you remember this, but it was Tremaine and Knoxville. It was you and uh, Pontius. Uh, England and... Danger Aaron. Yep. Danger Aaron. God, Correct. I was mean, like,
1: uh... Also known as who? <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, Danger.
2: No, Aaron, Aaron was a big f- skateboarding filmer. And uh, then d- became... Dan-
1: Danger Aaron? Uh, no, you're thinking of uh, Whitey. Oh, okay. Yeah, Whitey is a documentary filmmaker.
0: Right, so here's where I'm going with this. When they go to you guys, they were asking Danger Aaron, those guys, about money. And they were like, how did everything work out? And he goes, well, we didn't make that much money. And they seem pissed off about it, right? And they cut to Tremaine and Knoxville. And uh, both of them at the same time go, I don't know. I think it worked pretty pretty goddamn well for us. And there was a huge <laughs> laugh, like a, the, the Tremaine greed laugh out of yeah. them. And I was like, oh, fuck. Did it really go down like that? And how did the pay shake out to where everybody was saying this about him?
1: Um, I mean, I, I can sum it up like pretty simple. Um they're like the Rick Cossack, the camera guy, uh while we were filming the t v show for m t v and they just fucking worked they worked everybody like fucking dogs and- then Rick Cossack comes up to Jeff Tremaine and he says, "Jeff, dude, I just worked fourteen straight hours in one day filming a national television show and earned less than I would have." made if i shot a single photo for a skateboard magazine and tremaine goes then go shoot a skate ad (laughs) 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 yeah you know shot of the ad verse go shoot a skate ad just like like you know what like whatever and and uh i think that that like kind of largely motivated me to be overly generous with uh with people who work for me and like to a fault where like my overhead is is like pretty fucking astronomical and like I've proven to be really good at making a lot of money and very bad at holding on to it and now I'm like gonna overcorrect and become Jeff Tremaine. Like a hundred percent. Like a hundred percent because now I've got like oh my God like I'm gonna be the fucking guy who made millions of dollars and lost it all and is just fucking struggling and broke. Like I'm gonna turn into Jeff Tremaine. I'm calling it right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you don't like, want to be in one-bedroom. nice. Yeah.
1: I, I finally get it. We I can go rob
3: a, a bank it. right now if you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah we can that? go out there and do that, it. That'll be on bucket list too. Yeah, yeah. Steve will robs a bank. Steve O robs a bank with two oh. veterans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then you get away no, no, with it and I be mean, like,
0: oh, it's for the show. Yeah,
1: and I mean, I'm not, I'm not tripping. I just like, you know, like seeing how Jeff Tremaine operates. I mean, the dude, fucking, like his, like effectively partner shauna who's like i consider her like surrogate mom of jackass which is which is like kind of a mean thing to say because she's not like an old lady or anything um shauna she's like dude i got the funny story i get a call from gerard carmichael you know the the comedian with yep. the the carmichael show wow. on hbo he calls up and uh and and he's like hey i'm just calling to check on tremaine like is he okay because like um you know, I got on a plane and, like, he walked right past me, like, to the back of the plane, like, in coach. And I just figured, like, I, fi- I figured that there must have been some crazy emergency and he had to book the flight last minute, you know, and that that's all the seats were left. And Sean is like, no, that's how he does it. Like, fucking cheap ass. <laughs> <like a motherfucker. laughs> <Wow. laughs> you know, And I'm right there with him now, too, because I, I now, like, I'm fucking bummed that I got all used to flying first class. I never even looked at the difference in the cost between first and coach. Now that I put – t- oh, dude, I tell t- my team. I ask my team to show me, like, what's the price of a coach ticket and then what's the price of a first-class ticket. And now every time I'm like, fuck first class, dude. I'm, I'm just sitting back and coach with Tremaine. So, again, I now understand where he's coming from.
0: Uh, I got some questions for you about the gumball rally. Okay. Uh, a buddy of mine who helped us out on Range Fifteen a lot and a ton of movies. A friend of mine, uh, Ivan Victor, was the one who directed that, and he edited most of your episodes on Jackass. Uh, he said that. Gumball uh, I remember right. Ivan. Ivan's a
1: British guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Curly yeah.
0: hair. Sure. Yeah. No pussy. Uh,
1: no. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, in the sweetest way, I mean that. Like, he's just a real, like, just soft, sweet guy.
0: Nicest guy on the planet. Yeah. And, and he said, <laughs> being out with you guys overseas, because uh, how long was that race? 60 hours? or
1: I mean, it was about five days. We, we we raced through some, like, 13 countries in five days, making a gigantic circle from England to Russia
0: and back. Okay. Uh, now here's where I'm going with this. There's a, there's a crazy story that, uh, do you give a shit about anything? Oh, here? I don't give a fuck. about the
1: jack off contest? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, what do I care? Like,
0: uh, he wait. told me about the jack off contest. I was like, look, I cannot say that on air. I was like, if he, when he comes on the show, I'll ask him if it's okay. But, uh,
1: dude, I, dude, I, I'm calling Ivan a pussy.
4: <laughs> I mean, it,
1: like, uh, the, the, the um, we pulled out of, uh, like I said, it was from London, England to Russia and back in a big circle. And the race began at uh, like Marble Arch in like was, like central London. London's notorious for having these double decker buses everywhere. Mm. Um, we're in the back seat of this little Jaguar. Knoxville was riding Shotgun up front. Pontius and I are sitting next to each other in the back seat. And like, I don't know if it was even, if it was predetermined or if we just came up with it on the spot, but we were like, okay, if we're going to be in the car for the next five days, like, let's make it interesting. You know, we'll have a contest to see who can like actually blow the most loads in the car.
3: So it's the opposite of the Seinfeld thing. Yeah, (laughs) You guys were side by side. Well, right.
1: The the rule was the car had to be both full of dudes and in motion. (laughs) for the for the lord to count as a point. And uh, and and so like we, and and in the beginning like the race starts and we're like gung ho. We're just like giggling and tugging and just like, you know. But like like everybody's wide awake. You know, and, like, the double-decker buses are just, like, people on this top deck are, like, just looking straight down at us, jacking off next to us in traffic. (laughs) And, like, we're not even getting boners, but we're just, like, we think it's so funny. We're just giggling and tugging. I ended up really, like, you know, rubbing my wiener very raw. You know, like, I think I, like, might have even ended up with scabs from just, like, but it just wasn't happening. And we were tugging and tugging. finally just gave up. But then in, uh... In, in the dark of the night, I think Pontius fell asleep to my right. Uh, the driver is looking forward, you know, and Noxo was in the seat directly in front of me. Maybe Noxo's even asleep. I finally got it to work. And when it finally worked, I was just, from all the effort and all the, tr- like, it was just, I was just backed. It was like I had taken a super mm. soaker and just, like, oh, yeah. you know, pumped it and pumped it and pumped <laughs> it and pumped it, you know? Like, I and and when I finally blasted, it was like, doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. like I blasted it right into the window, like across the whole window, like, and then it just all you know, and 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 I go to Knoxville, like I think I would, like woke him up, even like yo Knoxville, Knoxville, grab grab the grab the camera, film this, film this, you know, and, and it's got a light and everything. Knoxville uh, films the window, and he goes hey steve what's that on the window and pans to me and i go i don't know, <laughs>
4: <You> know? <laughs> and, and, and be,
1: because because we didn't show me actually jacking off we only just showed mm-hmm. the semen on the window yeah, you what's sure that come. like uh, yeah. we were sure that that would make the cut you know you got to be like come on we didn't even show anything it's just something on the window it could have been anything pan to me we're like i don't know and then uh very quickly knoxville uh Started riding in a different car.
4: <laughs> Noxo was
1: replaced by Dimitri. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it was like, hey, Pontius, what's that on your race suit? And Pontius goes, I don't know. <laughs> like, we wanted to be like a running gag, but we ended up, we were tied four loads apiece. So mm. nobody won. It was a tie.
0: Who were the two top?
1: Oh, it was only me and yeah, Pontius. Him and Pontius. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Noxo yes. quit. Look. <laughs> Noxo never jacked off. in the, in the
2: in And the front you front got front. him to quit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was only
1: Pawnees and I that were ever even competing. And uh, and it was uh, a tie at four loads apiece.
3: Okay. Now, it was just based on loads or was it based on total volume? You know what I mean? No, no,
1: it was, it was just loads. Okay. It was
3: Smart. You
0: don't want to weigh that. You don't have that much
1: time. Yeah. No,
3: you got plenty of time. You're in a car for five fucking days. Uh, yeah, but but no. You need an
0: apparatus. Like, well, you're going, you guys are going 90 miles an hour. I mean, they're in a race, too. There's not,
1: there's, yeah. Like, uh, it, it, it was how many completions? You got a point yeah. for a load. And. um we were st- we were just outraged. Not only is it perfectly fine to call out the Jack Contest, we were furious that it wasn't included in the show. <laughs> <laughs> we worked our ass off for those four points apiece. Well, I don't
3: want to spoil anything, but you may have made up for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to yeah. say, but check out Steve-O's bucket list, definitely
2: <laughs> uh, ocom and buy it. that movie. Yeah. Sure do.
3: And uh, seriously, show it to all your friends, too. it, make them pay. Yes, yeah, make a Yeah, Yeah, make a yeah. not. It's
0: not a Netflix. Don't yeah. share the fucking password. Uh last question here. Bo from the chat is asking uh for you to tell the story about you meeting the Wu-Tang clan, which is a story I don't know. I don't like.
1: I mean, this one um is uh I made a, a video on my YouTube channel called uh Yeah, you know, being threatened by the Wu Tang, like um, you know the Wu Tang like it, it was um I I got very good at doing standing back flips when I was younger. I immediately started doing simultaneous fire breathing standing back flips. I was like pretty acrobatic. And I also had another trick where with no hands, I would flip my wiener and my balls back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then on the back swing I would jump up and
4: mm-hmm.
1: catch everything in a mangina. I called the trick a double back. So at one point I thought, well, I wonder if I could do a double back, back flip, meaning tucked mangina position and with the mangina tucked, do a backflip, like just being tucked the whole time. Mm. And, and that like kind of compromises your flipping mm. ability, you know, like, and I was I honestly when I first tried it, I thought I was going to rip my dick off. Like, uh. But I, I did it. I did it successfully. And I was just like, it was a really rad trick. I don't know that anybody in the world other than me has ever done a double back backflip. You know?
4: <laughs>
0: With your penis and balls tucked between your legs. Yes. Yeah. yes it's, yes.
1: I mean, you could call it a mangina backflip. Mm. Yes. <clears throat> um, so it was like, the first time I ever did it, I think, was uh, like on the set of jackass number two and somehow that didn't make the fucking cut either i don't get it but uh i was like just that was my my new trick and i was excited about it and then there was a wu-tang concert at the rock the bells festival and uh and odb had sadly already passed and they were gonna have a an odb tribute and so i was like I i had a camera guy with me and i was like just stoked and i was like dude I saw I saw Method Man and and RZA, they were in the in an interview and I charged into their interview and I was like, "Dudes, let's do it, man! I'm ready to fucking to pay tribute to ODB by getting butt ass dirty naked, and I'm gonna flip my balls and mangina backflip." And and RZA's face when I'm explaining that it's all on camera, by the way, it's, it's all on camera on my YouTube channel. RZA's face when I'm saying this is just. You know, and like Method Man is finding it funny. And then like, so that's the plan. They're going to bring me out and I'm going to do it during the ODB tribute.
4: <laughs> then all of a
1: sudden Method Man, hey man, like maybe not a good idea, dude. Like they, 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 they might, they might kick your ass. Mm. And, and I remember my reaction was like, oh dude, Dirty would love that. Dude, let him, great. Mm. You know, and I'm all drunk. <laughs> and uh, so then on stage when it happens, Dirty's mom is on the stage. Oh, like, Oh no. And and like, I I didn't I just went from like yeah you know I'm like rambling about how like I was in uh, protective custody in Los Angeles County Jail and they told me that I was in dirty cell that he was always in there and I'm like so I'm pra- I was practically cellmates with ODB and this I'm just drunk and rambling and I get butt naked I do my thing it was like, actually one of the cleaner standing Mangina backflips that I ever did. But, uh, you know, and, and it, everybody was just shocked and kind of, like, laughing. I was just like, wow, this is crazy, you know? And then they go into, like, Shimmy Ya, and everyone's just hanging out. Like, it's just, like, fun. About a song goes by, and Raekwon just, finally, just, he's just too mad. It's like, stop, Raekwon just stops everything. It just stops, stops, he just grabs me by the neck and just... Brings me up to the front of the stage. Raekwon's like, "I didn't appreciate that, <laughs> you know. Like, my my uh, you know, my brother's not here to defend himself <laughs> from the, Holy that. Shit. Like, you're gonna apologize, or I'm gonna knock you out." And there's, there's got to be like, it's the Rock the Bells Festival, like, right? <laughs> massive. massive, massive, massive. There yeah. there had to have been like, I don't know if it was sixty thousand, third like. It was a lot of thousands of people. And, like, he's got me by the neck. Like, I'm going to knock you out. Straight up, I'm going to jail. I don't care. like, And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's like, you know, it, it was a, a pretty intense moment.
0: And, and you're buck naked still?
1: No, I had gotten dressed. I got gotten <laughs> dressed. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he goes, all right, well, you're going to apologize to ODB's mom and then, like, you know, I, I apologized to her, too. And then uh, security was like, it's time for you to go. You gotta get the fuck out of here. You're not safe. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, it was, uh,
1: not, um, it was not a moment in which I looked really cool. But uh, it was definitely um, a wild story.
0: But, but I, whenever you're doing what you do, that's the risk, right? Like, we, you know, eight out of ten will probably work. There's going to be two that aren't successful. And we, fuck yeah. it at the end of the day. We need to officially
2: call that the McBeff. The vagina oh, yeah. backflip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the um, I mean, like, and and uh, method man, I think, said it best. He's like, you know, I uh, method man was like, I thought it was fine, I thought it was funny, but like, in hindsight, like, with uh, ODB's mom there, like, that was really the, you know, like, the thing that made the difference. And um, Rizzo was like, "Hey man, like that's your art, dude. You know, like everybody approaches their art in, in a different way. Um, I certainly didn't mean to, like, like I, I'm, you know, like, like I said, like Jackass is not supposed to be mean spirited, you know, like we're it's pretty wholesome and good vibe. Yeah. And I, I'm never out to like really um, do harm or offend people, you know, like." Yeah. So no. yeah, that, that wasn't that wasn't like why I did it or anything. And and uh, to the extent that Raekwon did not appreciate that and to this day still does not appreciate like he wants to hold on to the grudge like I'm fine with that. Like I just maintain that I was uh, it, it came from a good place.
0: Raekwon the chef. Uh, and I think that's why a lot of listeners ask the questions they do, because I, I think a lot of people. Can't determine whether or not it's real or not, right? So whether it's oh, it, that like, was
1: very, very yeah.
0: Rare. So it's it's whether or not they're in on the bit, you're in on the bits.
1: Yeah, there was no, there was no like I, I mean, dude, try, you're gonna try and get. Uh, I mean, I, guess, I mean, I guess like they, they, it really is a question of whether um, this Drewski guy and 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 Birdman. Yes. Cash Money yep. guy, like if there if there's like a bit going on mm-hmm. there, like that mm-hmm. really really loses gangster points for Birdman if he's in on faking some fucking thing like that. And I saw that surveillance footage.
0: So did I. Over and I thought now. like
1: with, with the way that the Drewski guy's like go go go, it just felt really fake.
0: Felt staged.
1: It felt very because if staged. it wasn't,
0: then Birdman gets arrested, and I think that's the line that is blurred with everybody right. and what and, you like, do and what that guy does and
1: and, and that's the thing. It's like. It's okay to do sketch comedy that's acting if you present it as sketch comedy that's acting. What's not okay is to deceive the audience. I don't give a fuck if it's a bit. You don't deceive the audience because if you do that once, then everything you've ever done comes into question. Mm -hmm. I remember when I started my YouTube channel in 2013, I started with some prolific... Pranks were huge at that time, and, I, and uh, I I collaborated with these these huge prank channels. Oh, yeah, prank
2: channels are a whole sub-demo. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like
1: uh, the prank channels were huge at that time, and, and what collaborating means is that you film videos, like, on each other's channels. Mm-hmm. And so I'm with these guys, and they're like, they even did, did me the solid of I was on their channel's and they just drove all the traffic to mine, and they weren't even on my channel. Um, they were just stoked. But we're trying to figure out what are the what's the videos that we're gonna make, and we're like kind of brainstorming back and forth. And and these guys are like, oh, well, we could just fake it, you know? We could just set it up like. And I was just like,
4: what? <laughs> like, so that's I,
3: what it takes to get Steve-O to clutch his pearls. I was yeah. like.
4: <laughs> I was like what
1: you know? Like they were just like so nonchalant about it too. They're like, "Oh yeah, dude, it doesn't have to be real. We'll just set it up." And I was like, "Look, dude, it's like if I fucking fake anything ever, then my entire body of work comes into question. Like, there's no fucking way." And and sure enough, these, a these lot guys of these channels
2: got, have died because yep. of it.
1: The whole yeah. fucking genre died because yeah. these fucking guys got called out for faking their shit, and then now like. That's it. It's a wrap. Yeah, you
4: know? and, then, like exactly and then they
1: were going too saying.
2: far to where it just got uncomfortable. You're like bullying and pestering people. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then a guy got shot about, yep. a, about a month ago. Yeah.
1: Oh wow! Well, I didn't care about a guy getting shot. I just know that exactly what I was talking about was the downfall of that whole fucking thing. You
2: know? No, this you was, was more I recent, it. like a month ago. A, pr- right, a, a then, new now, prankster. T- took it too far to a delivery guy in the well, delivery guy Well, that's the
1: other shot. thing, too, is that like, uh, to the extent that pranks are still going on on YouTube, they're fucking missing the plot, dude. Mm. Like, they're missing the plot because what they're doing is mean-spirited.
3: Yeah, the point, like, the the... Brunda, the, the joke should always be directed back at yourself. hundred you know, I mean, percent. That's the whole point. hundred
1: percent. I mean, it's okay. Like, see for example, when Knoxville had uh, the fake baby and the thing, you know.
3: <laughs> I you're going to go th- with the hand. Uh, that that, that, <laughs>
4: that,
2: that, that was
3: all internal, though. That, that, that was all yeah, that, that's, in,
1: that's, that's, you know, us You on, couldn't uh, set that up
3: in public, that's obviously. That's us on us. Yeah. You <laughs> know, as far as
1: like – like uh, Hidden camera, man on the street, like, fucking, you know, third parties, unsuspecting people being pranked, like, take the 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 fake baby, where Knoxville, like, has the baby carrier, puts the baby on the roof of the car, and then, like, forgets the baby on the roof of the car, and then drives off, and so people see a baby on the car as it's pulling out of the parking lot, and they're freaking out, like, ah! You know, that's not necessarily nice, you know, mm-hmm. like, you're certainly... You're certainly uh, filming people reacting like in terror, and they're shocked. But like, you immediately let them know that it was a joke. They're like, "Ha, oh, okay, that's cool." And you haven't, you haven't done anything to make them like feel bad or look bad. You're not—it's not mean. It's just, "Ha, that was crazy," you know. Whereas, like these people doing pranks on YouTube now are like aggressively being mean. And making yeah. people feel bad and like doing harm. So like, I, I, again, I don't know about the guy who got shot, but I got to believe that it's because he was trying to make somebody feel bad yeah. in a bad
0: spirit. <laughs> I don't know you got it. You nailed know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. It was an unsuspecting delivery driver and he just starts pestering him. And the guy, you know,
3: knows that in the Was time- it the
1: pranker that got shot? Yeah. The pranker. Okay, er well, Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. Occupational hazard, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I,
1: I, I, I mean, dude, there, there's some like aggressive shit, you know. And I mean, the, the line gets blurry. Like nobody's mad at the one guy with the uh, "Do you even lift?" Yeah. You know? yeah,
4: yeah. And I
1: think that the, that's a guy who got called out for fake pranks. And I, I think that it's a shame because the "Do you even lift?" stuff read pretty mm-hmm. real. I think that came in like before he started faking
0: everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last question here from the audience, and I know you're busy and you're promoting the movie everywhere. We'll let you get out of here is uh, Ryan Dunn. Uh, They're asking about Ryan Dunn. Obviously we all loved Ryan Dunn. He was a massive, massive part of the show. The strange thing about him is he left on a, on a high note. Like it was, you know what I'm saying? Like everything was still going. Everything was as high as it was going. And then boom, he was gone
1: yeah, um, I mean, dude, that the, the, the uh, it's it's rare that you hear somebody take that position. Um,
0: me personally,
1: yeah, and and I and, and I like like I by uh, a year ago, roughly a year ago, I put out my second book, and um, I had a whole chapter like on death, and like the 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 thrust of the chapter was like. <laughs> Don't be afraid of dying, mm. like, be, like be afraid of living, not, not living. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, well, what do they say? Like, like, dead like death uh, is is uh, pretty fucking easy, you know. Like, maybe no. dying's maybe dying can be tough, but like, mm. once you're dead, like, let's be clear. Like, whenever somebody loses a loved one, mm-hmm. I always implore them to grieve selfishly. Grieve selfishly because of your loss Mm. do not grieve for the person you've lost because they're okay
3: yeah Yeah. their their problems are over they're fucking
1: fine they're they're good they're good and if you're grieving for the person as if like being dead is something to feel bad for someone then i think you are like disrespecting that loved one i think that to the extent that you can grieve selfishly and appropriately for your own loss, like that do it. Be selfish about it. Be be uh quick about it. Because you gotta think about your loved one. What do they want for you? Because they love you, they want you to be happy and healthy and have a good life. They don't want you to fucking dwell in a morass of fucking sorrow and yeah, you know, because dark. And that's not what they want for you. They want you to fucking be happy, like honor their memory by fucking dealing with it and moving on. And, uh, you know, so the idea of of, uh, feeling sorry for Don is silly. You know, it's silly. Like grieve for his loved ones and their loss, sure. And um you may you said it best, dude. Like I go into it in in that second book. It's called A Hard Kick in the Nuts. I, I said, I was straight up jealous. Like a big part of me was like, fuck, man. He uh, he he went out on top. Shit was still popping, never had any like financial mm-hmm. distress, like never like deteriorated, like for never like ended up in any like desperate fucking compromising or the like re-
2: the relationship dignity, issues you know you never oh, with, like so many everybody. people
1: like in, in like as they get older I mean if you look at like uh there's a documentary about Buster Keaton mm. there's a documentary called Stan and Ollie about Laurel and Hardy like there's a documentary a, a, a biopic about Judy Garland you know like Houdini. Houdini yeah there's yeah. there are so many people who are famous in the entertainment industry and outlived their success outlived their savings ended up like in grave financial distress, doing desperate shit for for money like where they where they lose they, they lose their legacy they lose their dignity they l- literally like end up in miserable situations. And that's not something that Ryan Dunn ever had to worry about.
0: Yeah. And and the reason I bring it up, there was a famous rapper who I'll I'll not name in the show who told me about 10 years ago, he said, look, uh, with regarding Kanye, and this is before the the shit that he's gotten into the last couple of years. He goes, I think the best thing that could happen to him right now is that he would die. And he would live as his entertainment legend and hero and all that other stuff forever. 10, 10 years ago, 10 years ago. And I was shocked to hear it because I was like, why? And Back he goes, then, yeah. Like, yeah, Whoa. and he goes, I don't think you understand. Like, he's dealing with some own personal shit and everything else. And I was like, all right. But it was, it was interesting to think of because then it parlayed into, like, my favorite dude was Kobe. Growing up in Los Angeles or the last, you know, I came to Los Angeles when he was yeah. there. When, so when Kobe died, because he looked exactly like Kobe, because he looked identical and he was doing these great interviews and everything else, and he dropped 60 in his last game, the last memory we have of him is being great. There was yeah. no shitty memory of Kobe Bryant, right? And it's the same thing with Ryan Dunn, where I don't have a bad <laughs> memory of Ryan Dunn. Where right. you know, with Bam right now and what he's going through, right. it would be tragic. We're like, shit, man, I wish I didn't see that because I remember him from everything else.
1: A hundred percent, hundred percent. And 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 you know, going back to to what I said in that book, uh, I had a debate that I that I you know I remember well. Jeff Tremaine doesn't even remember it at all. But uh, many years ago, we were debating over who you would rather be, Uh, ODB, Mm -hmm. who died in the studio rapping, top of of his career, career, you know, or would you rather be of Flav, who, you know, bless his heart, but like, you know, the flavor of love, like, you know, I was like, I had like... And and I, I've gone to become like buddies with Flavor Flav, and I I don't want to disparage them at all. I'll just say at the time, like it was a question of just in my view legacy and like having ODB's legacy preserved, preserved, and like like I just felt at the time that Flavor of Love was like kind of. Like, not legacy work for for Flavor Flav. And I was strongly arguing that I would rather be ODB. Never suffered. Mm-hmm. You know, never suffered. Was rapping in the studio. And, and you know, and, and uh, Jeff Tremaine took a hard stance the opposite way. He said, you'd rather be fucking dead from a cocaine explosion in your stomach and you're dead, like it's over, as opposed to be... Flavor, flavor, and still alive, still spreading joy, Mm. and alive.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs)
1: And I was like, "Yeah, Yeah. like for me, it's a complete no-brainer." you know. We
0: live in the same world in that one. Yeah, complete fucking
1: no-brainer. And um, you know, then then again, but then again, like every piece of shit murderer, it matters so much to them to get the death penalty off the table.
4: Yeah, right? You can,
1: you can lower <laughs> you can lower people's quality of life to the point where there where there's nothing fucking valuable about it like objectively speaking and every human will just Cling on to Cling it. I agree,
4: dude. Yeah. He said, hey, no, 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 bring that up.
0: Like guilty. Go ahead and put the death penalty. Here let's let's move right. it up. I, I don't mean, want to be in here more than two weeks. Objectively, like
1: I'd write, especially when you think about the death penalty, like what a peaceful, painless, fucking
2: mm, controlled
1: everything. It's yeah, like, it's you're like, diaped
0: up, you got a diaper on?
1: It's going down for knee surgery without the pesky part of waking up sore. No rehab. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, like <laughs> I'm so, I get so hot over the death penalty. Like it costs so much more to execute a motherfucker than just let them live out their natural life. Yep. The world's full of people who are terminally ill who would beg for the peaceful death that these fucking lethal injection people get. Yeah. And and it's not legal to euthanize people. So they're fucking have to suffer. They have like the worst. And they didn't even do anything wrong. They're good people Mm -hmm. suffering terminal illness. And the fucking cakewalk, easy death, but heaven forbid the murderer.
0: Yeah, listen, like 88 years old in a yeah, fucking yeah. cell, and you're like, oh, great. Let's but make sure mean, he's fine for 88 years. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, it, it's all just very weird. But, yeah, man, uh, everybody, the my bucket list special, dude, join me in uh, saying fuck the man, fuck the censorship, fuck yes. the oh, yes. community guidelines, yep. fuck, fuck it all. And, uh, and support what is the most reckless, filthiest, <laughs> dangerous fucking
0: yep. All of that is pure there, piece do. of entertainment and comedy you will get this yeah. year. I can promise you that. It's yeah. available at Steve-o.com. Uh Last last thing we do here on this show is uh, drinking Bro of the Week. Who is someone who has inspired you or helped you become the person you are today? By the way, I know you're sober. Yeah. Uh, Jared actually created this group called Drinking Bros and the show itself. Uh, to never drink alone, and it is not booze. It, it could be water. Just don't kill yourself. It was created for veterans uh, who were who were losing their lives to twenty two a day. Uh, so, who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week to?
1: Ah, uh, I said, give it to my boy Isaac. Who <laughs> I, I came here with.
0: Right he looks mildly retarded. Is there something wrong with him? <laughs> no, Is there something wrong with Isaac? Or he's slumped over in a chair like Stephen Hawking? Is it all right? Is Isaac that's a real person? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's,
1: he's good, man. That's uh, that. That's my executive assistant. I I, uh, I trust him implicitly. I trust him completely, and uh, I I lean on him. Uh, much
4: <laughs> okay. Well, if you
1: keep doing these
3: stunts, it's gonna be more, yeah.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or he might, be, be, carrying, feeding might you. be carrying
1: out
3: of this life, yeah. yeah. putting a little baby Bjorn in the front, yeah. There. We're both, we're
1: both bum knee pussies now, too. Oh, like, no. uh, he just got out of knee surgery, and I'm going into knee surgery. That's <laughs> why
0: he's all slumped over like Hawking. All right, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man. The movie is called Steve O's Bucket List, it is out tomorrow. Can't recommend it enough uh we all lost our shit watching it <laughs> we're all huge fans uh thank you not only for being here but the years and years of uh, of laughter you've provided not only us but uh, everyone it truly spans from 10 to, to 80 whether or not you know that or not uh, hopefully you do now man. thank you for being here thank you man awesome. we enjoyed it mm-hmm. for d'anthony d'anthony yeah, holloway jared taylor steve i i'm ross patterson this is drinking bros podcast good night everyone